The Ski Mask Collection Podcast is where everyday people are heroes. Just, you know, because I tried it last time. Were you nervous last time? Or you I just don't know didn't? what it was. I, okay, I'm, so I'm getting a little nervous. Don't be nervous. My name's Dan Anderson. I, Junior, let me throw that out there in case my dad listens. He'd be like, no, your name ain't Dan Anderson. I'm Dan Anderson. <laughs> You're the derivative, mom. So, uh, and and I want to welcome y'all to what um, I have called the Ski Mask Collection Podcast. So basically, um, and I'll give my interpretation of what I think this is, and then you can give your interpretation. I think that to me, I wanted this podcast, and I think this podcast is an opportunity to give any and everybody the opportunity to just share a story. That's important. All these stories strung together sort of bring us to where we are, sort of culminates and makes us the, the people that we are. And um, I think these stories, if they're heard or if they're expressed, it could just benefit somebody. Mm-hmm. It, it could edify somebody. Or it could just be something dumb as hell and then everybody be like, dang, man, shit his pants at, at 40 years old. So, you know, <laughs> that's just a story to share. But yeah, yeah. Um, what life experience ain't valuable <laughs> if you're alive and you're living it, right? Yeah. Everybody got a story to tell, and mm-hmm. I want to hear it. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think? Yeah, man, I like that. You know, they, you know, everybody talk about that fifteen minutes. You know, fifteen minutes of fame. Yeah, we all get our fifteen minutes of fame. Mm. We, you know, one great thing about these podcasts is, is that you know, in terms of media, it's just a, it's just a vehicle. You know, for just uh, get, get, just being able to talk and communicate into the, to the world. Tell your story. You know. Amen. Kinda and so, like what that. was your fifteen minutes of fame? My 15 minutes uh-huh. of fame? Ooh. <laughs> right now? Yeah, right now. Ooh. <laughs> oh, so wow. thank y'all for tuning in. That is the episode. Uh, great job, guys. We're going to move forward. No. Who we got? Who we got, huh? Who we got here? Miss Kate. Uh, Catherine. Okay. This doesn't come natural for me like it does That's for you good. guys. You guys are so natural at it. Because, you know, a story came to my mind. Um, if you want to know my 15 minutes, <clears throat> when I was in my early 20s, my brother was dating this girl, and she was extru- Spalding. Have you ever heard of Spalding? Spalding, Spalding. like the ball. Yeah, <laughs> she Company. inherited, so she was wealthy. She, I hadn't seen her in years. They dated a long time out in California. I moved there. She comes knocking at my door one day, 15 years later, and I loved her. She was my idol. So she came, and she had these beautiful earrings, and I said, and she told me, she asked me right then, she said, if I pay you as much as you're making with your job, and I double it, will you quit your job and be my personal assistant for the next three months? And I said, yeah. So... I did that, and it turned out to be a horrible thing because she she was. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Okay, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. No, we rode around in limousines, and she paid for everything, and she got all this stuff. I mean, she would pay people to close down their shops at at uh, South Coast Plaza, which is out in Southern California, after hours, so she could shop. So it started to be a real. I started noticing that she was. You know, we were up all night long, and I'm like, is there, you know, is she doing stuff? But, yeah. Doing stuff like, like drugs. Like, oh. So, it turned, and she's beautiful, most beautiful girl I think I've ever seen, and that's coming from another woman. Was she doing drugs? Well, I didn't think she was, and I didn't know she was, but she was. And so, three months down the road, mm. she... <clears throat> she was throwing draws out there, too. 
So she called me one day. I lived about 20 minutes from my brother. She was living with my brother, and she was talking to me on the phone, and I heard... Oh, so she was, she was with your brother? She was living she, with my brother. So he yeah, They weren't married, though. Yeah, no. They weren't married. They, sh- they, they were they in love for so many he years. He though, so mm-hmm. if something happened from that, maybe he, you think he got a portion of the, the dividend? No, he had his own business. He had his own business with Sharon Stone's brother, Mike. What the hell? <laughs> okay, this is how this... Okay, we're moving into this. So, so, I like the way she. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah bringing so in the segue. They had a they had a business called Keystone Marble and Stone. Mike Stone and my brother Larry had a business together, and they were buddies from way back from Meadville, Pennsylvania. So they started business. Hold but up, Mark Stone. Now this Mike is Sharon, Stone, Mike Sharon's Stone. brother, and your his brother oldest brother. And, oh. my, and my brother had a business together. Okay, that's how I met the. So Mike brother. Stone is Sharon Stone's. Older's brother. Oldest, Oldest brother. brother. Now, where is Sharon Stone from? I know she's, she's actually. She's from Pennsylvania. She's, she's from Meadville, oh, she Pennsylvania. Meadville. Yeah. Ooh. Well, Sagertown, to be exact. But, yeah. Uh, get it right, anyway. James. Like, come on. Yeah. So, that, so that's unique in itself. Yeah. That so, they, Mary Jo was there, and Larry had two little boys at the time. I mean, my sister were pretty much raising them because Larry wasn't there very much. She had a business. And Mary Jo was there living with them. And she was talking to me on the phone, and she, she told one of the boys don't effing she started swearing and screaming at him and i got so now, now angry who is this is this a spalding mm-hmm. okay her name is mary jo mary jo moore. mary jo spalding mm-hmm. mary jo moore, moore. Her, her mother was having an affair with spalding his whole married life oh so she was the mistress so she's so a love she child. A child she's a love oh, child okay <laughs> okay yeah and a be- is... one of the most beautiful women i've ever she was such my idol when I was a kid. I was like, if I could look anything like her. So let's just if we go back for a second. So the Spalding, when she, when he learned that this, that she was his daughter, did they get, did they, did he didn't marry the mother, no. or how did that work out? It like, was continuous to be. They lived in the trailer park on the other <laughs> side of town. What wow, what a story. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. But I didn't understand it when I was young. But when she came out here when I was older. And offered me that. I'm like, any time to spend with Mary Jo. She was like an idol when I was little. But anyways, time went on. And she called me one day after about three months. And she started swearing at one of my brother's kids. Those were my nephews. And without me knowing it, my adrenaline started going. I hung up the phone. And I drove over there. Honestly, I don't even remember driving over there. And when she opened up the door, I punched her in the face. And I knocked her out. Ooh, <laughs> I have is- never, ever, ever laid a hand on anyone before. It was not intentional. It was just a... It was a mother thing. It was like... Wait a minute. So, <laughs> you're saying a punch to the face was not intentional? Well, I mean, I guess it was. <laughs> was that your... When you, when I just you, called you went out. to go over there, you, you went to go over there I went to, to go over there because I wanted to tell her to get out and leave us alone. I'd had enough. It was so hard being her. She was very wealthy and extremely eccentric, and I just couldn't handle it. And then when she was talking to boys like that, I think I just lost it so it, it all sort of yeah built up. yeah and it's sad very sad ending of the and i'll make the story quick so um she was screaming and yelling at me my brother was like kath what did you oh my god i can't believe you just did that i said Dang. me neither and i left and he, was he, was, were, those, were those her children though no those were my brother's kids oh so they weren't hurt okay. so your brother was like i can't believe what the hell you yeah did. Like, i've never not, hit i anyone. knocked the ass out yeah what the hell <laughs> good job by the way good right hand but Why'd you do that? I ain't getting no more booty. That's right. No more. So they, so them two separated after she that? Went, or? Larry 
it all came to a head. They had been doing the drugs together. My brother is an addict from way back when he okay. was in high school, but he had a lot of help and he's a great family and he got out of it and he started a business and he was doing great. She came back and they just, that was their drug of choice. They started doing crack together. I didn't know it. My sister didn't know it, but Larry told, Larry, Larry, Larry told her that she had to leave and she wouldn't. So we had to hire, he had to hire a nurse from Pennsylvania, the hospital, and come get her, and the nurse took her back. Well, speed up a couple years later. I felt so guilty when I was in Meadville. Um, this chair's almost <laughs> broken. I think it was slide. Oh, um, I went to her home, and I knocked on the door, and I wanted to ask for her forgiveness. And when I did, she had had surgery on all of her toes and her fingers. So she was all, she wanted her toes What the hell kind of story is this, To man? be perfect. Hold on, hold on, hold on. She was just a very eccentric girl anyway. Um, eccentric? I or why you, why you use the term eccentric? Because. As opposed to narcissistic or self-absorbed or something like that. Because she um, gave so much to so many people and in turn she expected she was I don't know what else to call it I guess it's a little bit of all of what you just said definitely who would you think Denny um probably I there's a word for it where it's just you sort of express your you know your wealth to, to people you're but if she were to sit here with yeah, us yeah. she would love on you she, you'd think she was from she didn't. Hmm. She was just so very eccentric. eccentric. Is she really was. I'm just curious because she, she was, you know. Yeah. Um, she she seemed like she was a good person. Like she she was. was. She bought me everything. She bought the boys everything, Larry everything. She changed our lives. She, you know, materialistic stuff wasn't anything for her to lay oh, down 10000 bucks for, you know, she furnished my house and it was all wow. nice, but. Um, at the end, she was, what, 31. Uh, I apologized to her, asked her for her forgiveness that day. She said she forgave me. I hugged her, and I walked away. And then two months later, she drove out in the, in the middle of nowhere, and she killed herself. Oh, wow. So what that, that was a really sad she, story in my life. She just... Brought wow. the whole show down now. That is very sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was not expecting it to end there. So yeah. Wow. What's wow. So um, and that's a perfect example of someone who had everything, but yet she was raised. Her and her mother struggled before Imperious. she met Spalding. That's the word. They were um, poor, and Mary Jo, her mother was beautiful, and she talk about physically beautiful. She was just the most physically beautiful. She was the like a Halle Berry type girl who you just was so gorgeous. You just she was so, so beautiful. Was she? Yeah, that's that's just like. And it's wow. sad she didn't have a father in the home. She never had a male model or anything like a male role so model. So was she the only child yeah. from that family from his from from that her uh, mother Mrs. Had. Spalding from uh, the Spalding? No, he had other children. Yeah, he probably done dug in a few women's drawers at that time because if if that happened, you could only imagine. But he was it. married too, and he was in his marriage forever. He never left oh, so the marriage. You know, I admire the fact that he. Took care. Took care of his daughter. And he left like, you them know a I mean? fortune. When he died, yeah, he left Mary Jo and like, her mother a fortune. She she herself got $25 million. So it so, must be, wow, okay, this is what it is. It, it is understood that, I think, with him and his wife or whoever he deals with, that it's a money thing. Yeah. That it, it might be... Mm. It might be sort of hidden or shrouded in the fact like, oh, it's a marriage. I love them. We love each other. I ain't going to give up. But it's about the money, essentially. 
when you're the other, like, when when it's the other woman, I think it is a lot about the money, and the and the child doesn't know anything, but doesn't know anything different. So she grew up. Can you imagine growing up with that? Like, Mom, if you're with him, why isn't he my dad? You know, that. And then it goes from little child to, okay, wow, she's a teenager. She gets anything she wants, but it's coming from a man that's not her father. So I understood her whole... Pretentious. That's the word I was trying to Okay, but but by nature, she was the most giving. She she studied to be a veterinarian. She loved animals. She By nature, she was the most wonderful person. But I think that her life just screwed her up Mm. I mean when you put a gun in your mouth you don't you want to check out you don't really want to stay any longer she put a gun to her Mm. mouth wow yeah what a beautiful soul right so yeah crazy story wow but anyway and then the stones so Larry's in business with Mike and then then they introduced me to the little brother Patrick and then we started dating for four years goodness gracious what a tapestry of just stories it just (laughs) I don't know, like, this could go in so many different directions. Like, we could take this anywhere at this point. But we didn't talk about what we were supposed to talk about. And what were we supposed to talk about? The the, the school thing. When you were in school. Well, she decided decided to go into this part of it. Oh, I'm sorry. You mean from when I moved from the south to the north? uh So, born... Well, let me... I think we'll just end this episode right now. Yeah, let's end this episode. I'm I'm still thinking about this, like, whole situation, man. Like... Well, first of all, you, you've been connected with so many different people that are in the, in the spotlight, you know? Yeah, let's dig deeper then. Yeah, like, you know, like uh, the Stones, for example, and then the Spalding. You know, what all about, these do you know brands. the Bushes? Do you know the Bushes? <laughs> you know the Bushes. No, but I can tell you this. Just being knowing the Stone family and going up, living in, up near L.A. and being in her life the way that I was, she, um, gosh, I hope this, she never hears this, but she was the most um, unkind person I've ever met. And the people that I met in her circle of life in Hollywood were the most unkind. Who, who there? Sharon Stone. Yeah, like when we'd go up Dang, there, me and fine Pat. Too, man. Yeah, she's beautiful to look at. No, that's doubt. on part of when you're that fine, you you yeah. have to act. She's beautiful. Kinda. No, no doubt. I mean, I, I, sometimes we go up there, I'd be like, "Dang, Pat, your sister is so gorgeous," but. Then you're attracted to her in any other way? No. Outside, just saying she's no, attracted. I'm just a woman who admits when what another woman has oh, got yeah, it going no on, definitely. She's so beautiful. It, it's my formula for people like that. It's F equals S squared. So fine equals stank squared. So if you're that fine, you're going to act stank. That's typically how it goes. People ask me why I act stank all the time. Now you know. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> now you know. I don't think you do. So Sharon Stone, if you hear this... Don't get mad at uh, Miss K. She's just talking how she's feeling, and maybe you shouldn't treat people that way. Mm-hmm. Be be conscious. Be conscientious about how you treat folks. That ain't that ain't cool, uh, Miss Sharon. I still would like to meet you in person and get an autograph. So do not do not take this personal, but don't act stank. That ain't that ain't wrong. You got she's all that not money. like that on the screen though, you know. But ah, uh, it, it is her job to be duplicitous. Oh. she needs to be able to present different characters and, and different imitations and derivatives. And maybe that's what drives people to act stank like that. Yeah. Maybe that's part of it too, though. Super smart. Mm. She graduated high school when she was 16 years old. That's mm. how smart she was. Um, Ain't that bad. I finished when I was 18, two years old. Me too. So, I finished so, when I was 18. Hey, we're, we're up there. We're getting it. We're getting it done, <laughs> I was, baby. I was 17. So. <laughs> oh, dang, man. <laughs> so, I think this is. So, what, let, let's see. Can we get the nugget? Where's the gold nugget out of this story? That. 
sometimes when you look at people from the social media view or from the you know physical point of view it's not really what it looks like i'd never met so many unnaturally unhappy people that i had in hollywood Hmm. when i met her circle of friends and got to the point where i didn't want to go up there anymore we didn't want to go up there anymore it was horrible they they're their own set of who is we me and Pat, her brother, okay. when we dated. But I was young. I was only 20, you know, 20-something. You was in your 20s then? I was. Wow. 10 years ago. Yeah, 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 Wow, the, the connections that you had, you know, through, through uh, so far in your life, you know, you're so young and and uh, you got. <laughs> but that's just amazing. Great, that's a great framework for a great life. Yeah. I can tell you, you've lived a really, really great and just wow, just a prolific wow. life, man. So that's awesome. You want to give a shout out to Sharon Stone or you Rob know, Schneider? You or know, somebody? I love the Stone family. I didn't mean any disrespect. Um, it's just the perception of people. I'm just trying to make a point that people you know all ever all of us have a story and and i know you do too sharon so and, and that was back years ago so oh she could i'm 61 10 years, years ago she could have been grown she could have grown yeah 10 years she, she could have grown she up. that's how i felt that's how i felt about <laughs> she grown up and become you know much more you know <laughs> i knew this guy named jimmy ray he was like real popular he acted stink all the time played football the same way so you know these people that got a little um but did he ever change though danny yeah, because he, he, yeah, like he's a really hardworking, just good guy now. He's yeah, really, really so awesome guy. So people, people, learn. Change. people change. Transition. People, people change. change. Transition in life from experiences and people mm-hmm. confronting them, and mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So. I like that. So we're gonna transition up transition out of here. Out of so yeah. Um, yeah, I like that. There you go. As I like to say, the ski mask collection. Yeah, I like the that, revolution man. will not be televised, but the, but the television will be revolutionized. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's All right, awesome. we're going we to go to the next one then. Change and you just laugh.